Radio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Much you can pay. And his partner, Philip Tappender Stevenson. From Mecca City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Now. My name is Rab Florence uh, and I am joined as ever by the, the, the co-host with the mo-host, uh, the one they call Grado, the man they call Grado. Grado, you should get a cowboy gimmick on the go. I know you had a slight kind of cowboy vibe gimmick, didn't you, for a, for a, wee, for a wee minute there? With the, what song was it called? Na na na, plancing, bitchy, mom. Yeah. Everybody wants to do stuff like that. I great, great. Why did you, I always wondered that? Because I went to see you one of the first times or second time I saw you, and I was like, "Oh, what's he do? like?" I was waiting for the old Madonna. It was down at the um, uh, Grand, and I then know. you switched up and you were playing. It's the it's AC Dixie's version of um, Nine Problems, wasn't it? Aye, but it's no. That is it's another wee guy on YouTube that puts a wee guitar effect behind it. I had like about eight hundred views. And I thought, I'm taking that, and I put it on, and then I loved it. But I, that, I shouldn't have done it that night. Aye. I don't know, why, why did you do that? Because oh, I was paranoid, paranoid, insecure wrestler, going, no, I didn't. This, I mean, I, I started using the Madonna in July, and this was like September, and I was like, nah, it's running its course. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Well, it is an absolute pleasure to be here, uh, joining you guys in what is a, a, a very significant episode i think of wrestling daft uh because we have got to discuss the big story in the wrestling game and what is it guys cody going back to wwe aye is it, is it that aye aye is it that is it cody aye what do you think rab i know i was i was choked to talk about it last week did we talk about it last week we did talk about it last week uh, it's on the list of wrestling daft we're looking for the best ways to book him in wwe so don't spoil that rab rab will have something up his sleeve he knows what he's doing it wasn't cody i was talking about the big news is john's fight with the lord Forest. <laughs> oh god right yes and i've seen the poster yes for it, and there was John, and there was uh, who was who's on the hillside again? The hillside, right? Is... So hillside. Well, me and Cassie uh, are the hillside. Of Radio Clyde, and um, we have got on our team. We have Theodorus. We have Thatcher. Wright's unfortunately had to pull out because of uh, he's, he's had to go into isolation, so he's not going to be able to make. How it. can you not get a podcast if, if you're only isolated? Thatcher had pulled out the Falklands? Yeah. What's that? Idea? Yeah, yeah. A bit of satire. There you go, I see that. Jason Reed's on our team, who'll hopefully be on the running later on the show. And we also have... Who else? I can't... We've got so many great wrestlers. Wait, I wasn't asking who was on the whole team. I was just what meaning... Is, what is the Lord Provost Day? 
like the mayor of Glasgow. If you want, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself over. If you yeah. want to get tickets, tickets still available at clyde1.com forward slash wrestling. You can also sponsor me up there to take on the Lord Provost. be great to see you down there, all the wrestling daft. I'll be representing wrestling daft. I'll be having my wrestling daft t-shirt on in the ring as the action goes down. Great card, five matches, best of five wins. You're not in the main event, down. are you? Have you booked yourself in the main? No, no, not booked into the main event. No. Who is in the Who is in the main? I suspect Jester uh, and Jason will be the main event. Oh no, Jason's uh, wrestling to keep. So uh, who's let's Jason? talk about this poster. Right, sorry. Yeah, because because you've got you and Cassie on the left, right? Mm-hmm. And then over at the other side, you get the Lord Provost and you get George Bowie, right? Yeah. And it looks it looks kind of like you know like some kind of forty of two people visiting the people that they're caring for. <laughs> it looks like you and Cassie are going to visit these old guys that these are carers for. No, that's just a bit of feedback, mate. I don't know right, if you want okay. to change that poster. Okay, no right. harm to the Lord Provost and George Bowie, but I mean, they look as if you're about to change their nappies. You see, I've got my, re- see, I've got my wrestling daft t-shirt on. Um, I'm the I'm a Mark T-shirt, which is available now at shop.co.uk. Yeah, John, what's your name on Twitter? I'm actually a poster. At producer Mac, thanks for following me, Grado. <laughs> Jesus, man. Nah, they follow you. Yeah, I think you. I, I hope you follow me. Jesus. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's the way that poster's funny, man. It's good, isn't it? Uh, he does look like Tom Hunter, that guy, a wee bit, doesn't he? Who he does look like that? Tom Hunter, aye. Uh, uh. Tom Hunter, aye, yeah. Yeah, job's fucked. Wrestling's fucked. What? Why is wrestling fucked? Do you think? What would turn that make of us? Aye, outlaw mud shush stuff in it, miss. What you would call it? Huh? Nah, it's for kids. Cash for, it's kids. for charity. It's for charity. I'm exactly. winding you up, John. I'm just. Exactly. If you could get the Lord Provost on at the pavilion, Grado, you'd be all over it. I knocked him back. He's been sending me photos of himself in the gym and that, saying, mate, I'm ready. <laughs> what? What? He's. he's is he trying to get in with Crater? He probably is. Alec, Alec Walmsley. The artist formerly known as Alec Walmsley. I just feel that if I was if I was in any of these, man, I'd, I'd fucking, I'd actually go into business for myself, man. I'd just fucking wreck everybody. I'd wreck everybody. I'm, I know I've joked about this in the past, but I keep thinking about it. If I had the Lord Provost actually standing in front of me, I'd fucking smash him. Right. Right. Why don't you come in, into my corner, Rab? Next Thursday, you could be in my corner. Absolutely, no chance. Oh, well, listen. Thanks for your backing, guys. I really appreciate it. But if any of the <laughs> listeners out there want to come and back me, please do so. Quite one dot com forward slash wrestling. Get it's involved. a great thing. Get yourself involved. Get some money for thanks. cash for kids. And, and yep. respect to Radio Clyde, who for years have been doing stuff for cash for kids. By the way. I'm going back to Tiger Tim days. Been doing stuff for, for cash for kids. What's That's a good Cro- wrestling What's Crofty doing in Go Radio? <laughs> How much cash is Crofty gaining to the kids? <laughs> Only kids he's gaining cash to is the poor fucking kids that work in these sweatshops where he buys his fucking mad trackies for. <laughs> he does his bit. So, Sandy got in touch and is kicking his ass. 
this week, pointing out the fact that Dundee United has ran out to the Hardy Boys team at the Rangers game at the weekend. I know it's starting Sunday when I was watching the football. I should have put that in a bit at the moment of the week, join with the football daft, because that was when the wee guy started doing the wanker sign to the Rangers fans and all that. <laughs> you heard the Rangers fans telling Chris Boyd to, to sing the sash, the Hardy Boys theme music playing in a wee guy, 12 year old. <laughs> it was all happening All before 12 o'clock What a beautiful moment What a beautiful moment in Scottish football Honestly That's what you call that cinch for you, innit? <laughs> I like it um, What else has been going on? We had a chat last episode Which I listened I loved it, guys I, I, just to say, I, that I, I really enjoyed it um, That was how I knew that you had talked about uh, Cody and all that After the chat about Grado's former Swiss tag partner Pascal Splater, is that his name? Uh, somebody looked it up. Was it Splatter? Pascal Splatter. I, I believe it was Spalter, I think, in the end. Uh, Spalter. People were, we got the rest to try and do some research for us, Rab, but I think we mispronounced it as Pascal Splatter on the show, so nobody <laughs> could find who this wrestler was. Right, Pascal Spalter, or whatever his name is, Dunks. So you tried to find it. Uh, last match was with Riddle and GWF in 2017, so they might know of a name change or retirement, so you can get them to reunite to defend their titles with Grado, or at least update us on who he splattered. <laughs> Splatter is a great second name for a, a wrestler, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's better than Spalter, I believe. We were talking about betting and wrestling when we were doing a bit of that. Paul pointed out that Noam Dar put up a pick and he's Insta holding a Bet a, slip, a betting slip with him at 12 to 1 to win the square goal at the weekend. And it looks like he put a tenner on it. Well, we did, was, that a, was that a square goal? No. I know him. Uh, I, think, I think he was. Oh, was he? I think he was, aye. What was he? Um, <laughs> was the square goal at the weekend there? Uh, aye, square goal was the weekend, aye. Do you know who won? I'm totally out of the loop. I've no idea want, who won. Do you want a spoiler alert who won? Spoiler alert to the audience there, or should we be sharing this if we're wanting to, you, you know, should we, who won? Leighton Buzzard. Right. So, he, so okay. He's brilliant. He's brilliant, aye. Yeah, it's very good. Very, very good. Um, so, that, so where was the square go this year? SWG3. SWG3. Looked like a really good crowd. Did they try and book you, Credo? Uh, well, I spoke to Dallas about it, but it couldn't, it's just... Uh, couldn't I? I wanted to do it, but I couldn't. Um, Graham Orr says, "What's happened to what happened about Rab's bloody spunk?" As I, 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 I didn't finish the story a couple of weeks ago. I'm pretty sure that Grado came in and cut me off. <laughs> yeah, um, he did. Leaving the audience, no sure about whether I was dying or no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. It turned out it was nothing. It turned out it's just something that occasionally can happen. And actually, since it happened, I've told that story to many people and quite a few guys have said to me they've had the odd occasion yet. It's just something that can occasionally happen, like a bus blood vessel hang or something or something like that. Um, <laughs> basically, I'm dying. Zico says, can you please give him a dash out? His name is David. He listens to the podcast every week. David, big shout out to you. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the podcast and just remember, get your prostate checked as well. Hey. I'll tell you I had a diabetes scare. John will tell you all about it. <laughs> right, let's talk about Grado's diabetes scare. Let's go. Well, get, well Grado had a list of symptoms. Um, he convinced them. Grado, what was your list of symptoms? You were drinking a lot during the night. Seed heats through the night. Always tired. Mm-hmm. Um, premature ejaculation. Premature ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, a rash. Yeah. 
And I went, well, I've got it. And we were just about to record Rangers daft, eh? Yeah. And I messaged him and says, I'm going to be late because my nephew has got diabetes and he can stab you. And it tells you the, the reading. Um, so I had to delay. In fact, I actually made it back in time, didn't I? Yeah, this was about, This was about 20 past six. We're on at half past six. At 20 past six, I've got a diabetes scare. Went, came up, 5.9, no got it. Was back for 29 minutes past. I was like, no, I'm, I'm brand new. So what's going on? Why are you... I don't know what's happening, mate. I really don't know. It's But apparently that's not the only... Because I know there's like the fat guy's diabetes in it. That's not going to be the first one. There's this, this, the, the second one. That's the kind of one if you don't keep a healthy life, lifestyle. Right. Um, which I, 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 I didn't go to doctors for because I'm waking up with mega headaches, feeling very thirsty. Uh, that's the kind of main symptoms and I'm always tired throughout the day. So I don't know if that... Uh, you know, well, what time do you go to bed at night? Well, I go to bed at about 10. And what time up in the morning? Well, about f- quarter to five. <laughs> Fucking hell, you're not getting enough sleep. You think that's what that is? Aye, totally. Yeah. You're on morning radio. I thought people were on morning radio were like, I'm going to bed at nine. Nine, nine, ten. Sleep before ten. I mean, I can't do it. I just, see I if just you're can't saying, see it. See if you're saying you go to bed at ten, you're not sleeping at ten. Thanks, so. No, but that's it. I know you stick to telly on and... But I don't know if there's any of the crowd that have got diabetes that can maybe say if this was a kind of, if, you know, if the, the, the reading, if that's legit, if that means I've got it or not. Anyway, never mind. You're listening to Diabetes Daft. Um, <laughs> let's see, Johnny. Johnny says, just a shout out to Rab for suggesting Powerline adapters a few weeks back. Got myself a set in the work a treat. You're very welcome. It was my mate, Ryan McLeod, actually, who uh, suggested them to me. I didn't know about them before then. Finally, Jason sends in this question and says, if Rab is going to date in an accent, can he make it Deep South? Can he date Deep South? I don't think. God, don't let me try. Um, off the back of the comments about AEW possibly taking too many ex-WWE guys, too many surprises like Grado, etc. So we've seen plenty WWE guys go to AEW and reinvent themselves for the better. But who do the guys think could be the first big AEW name to jump ship over the WWE? And you think any ADW guys have flourished better than the WWE system? What do you think? On the accent or the question? No, I was not. Never mind the accent, the question. Who would be the first big AEW name? I take it that means somebody that's an AEW guy. Because we're in that that era now, aren't we? We're saying Cody's done the jump, so that's opened the door. Well, that's direction now. That's why I say that it kind of makes it a wee bit exciting that there's now going to be the potential for guys jumping to the WWE. I mean, the first one that pops into my head, and it shouldn't happen for a wee while, but what, your man, MGF, he'll, he'll be WWE one day. I right. think so. Right. I think so. As a star. 100%. Um, who else would work well in WWE that's in AW the new? Uh, Luchasaurus, I think, would work well. He's no, what about the other big guy that I liked and he wrestled Jake Hager? Wardlow. Aye. Wardlow would work. Aye, really Wardlow well. would work well. Yeah. Eddie Kingston would work. Eddie Kingston maybe would work, Aye. by the way. Aye. Hmm. Interesting one, interesting one. Um, and let's not forget the woman as well, like Britt Baker would slot Ah, Britt Baker would be a star. Aye. Britt Baker would be a star. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff or diabetes stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us 
at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Every week we like to separate the UK Undertaker for the Undertaker as we bury and put over stuff from the wrestling. Uh, so you're wanting to put something over, Grado? I've heard there's a major announcement. Uh, Grado is wanting to put something over. Um, I watched that Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee on with Brock Lesnar. Did you see that? Um, it was good. I did see it actually. Did you watch it all? I saw no, just we clips it. It was nice to see Brock Lesnar just in his cell. I letting his hair down. You know what I mean? Having a wee laugh. See that Pat McAfee? I don't really know what. So was was he a football player? And then I know he's the commentator on WWE. Is that, he does, is that just a wee Pat, thing every Monday he does? And he says, Pat, Pat McAfee was a kicker. Um, oh, I can't remember what team he played for. But he, he basically set up a podcast off the back of his uh, football career and that's how he got big. And then obviously the WWE came in and took him over as a talent and then obviously on co-coms then. That would be good, wouldn't it? Rab doing something like that, wouldn't it? In a wee studio and like, a better Monday afternoon taking phone calls and stuff, wouldn't it? That sounds good fun, doesn't it? That's a dream. That's yeah. that's where there still is not there isn't this in Scotland still, which is like remember the bagpipe report? Like basically Howard Stern, man. You know I mean? Like Stern basically a Howard Stern vibe with people in the studio and they're filming it as well, and people come in and there's chat and there's good fun. Anything goes, that'd be class, man. You and Cameron had the, the show on STV too, you <laughs> What was that noise you made, Credo? I was on that show, by the way. So was for all we It's funny man when he's shutting tie, I thought he was Piers Morgan. Say what you want about that show, but um, we went on it, me and Connell went on it, and to advertise the Burniston at the Fringe shows, and after we went on it, man, the tickets went boom, what? You know what, I'm sitting here, I'm only just saying this because any times you can only calls me fat and all that, I'm, it actually was alright, you and is good, I love listening yeah, to you. Yeah, it's good, you and is good. You and is brilliant at that, and I'm sure he done the angle with Jane Park and uh, Adrian and with, with the water, Uli, Uli, Uli C, and all that kind of carry on. You and is a brilliant, like whenever we went in today, like the morning interviews for the telly shows or whatever, Ewan's always clued up, knows what he's talking about. He's always, he's no one of the, um, sometimes you'll do radio DJing and when they're no chatting to you, they're kind of dingying you. Like when they're no doing the banter on air, they're kind of ding. Whereas Ewan's the opposite, you know what I mean? No, the opposite, but Ewan's like, he'll, he'll chat to you on air, but also when it's done, he'll be, he'll, He'll talk like a real guy to you, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, yes, he's brand new, he is. He's just what, he's, what he sees, what you get. That's what he's like in real life, do you know what I mean? Uh, you need and to, he doesn't care if folk hate him. He loves it. Ah, uh, you need to get Crofty listening to some of that. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, so here's the thing, right? What were we talking about? <laughs> Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. We brought Lesnar and he actually seemed all right. He didn't seem as quite... I mean, he still gives it all that. I couldn't give a fuck about this. I couldn't give a fuck if I'm the, in the Hall of Fame. But he, and he and he was trying to have fun, and it was he, he was a, it was a wee bit cute at sometimes because they were all singing and he was joining in, and he never knew the words, and he got a wee beamer and all that. You know what I mean? Like he was trying. Aye. It was I think, like, oh. I think, I think Lesnar's a good guy. And I think the vibe like, Lesnar's a good guy. And he just kind of went, "Listen, I'm an awkward bastard," and I was like, "No." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to put over Lesnar as well. I'm going to put him over Lesnar's babyface um, character. He, that's just something. I mean, he's always been, he's always been an underrated babyface, I think. Brock Lesnar, you know what I mean? He's, he's been good at it before. It's not just new. And also, he's been a good 
I think a lot of people forget the kind of heels he's been in the past as well. He's sometimes been a kind of jokey, playful heel as well in the past and stuff. He's got a lot of strings to his bow, the guy. Do, do you know but what's this also, character, the new, great. Uh, do you know what's also interesting or not? Every interview he does, they always talk about him coming back as if he's just been, as if he's just back wrestling. It always feels like that, but it's 10 years. Aye. You know what I mean? It's 10 years since he came back, but folks still going about like, oh, you're new back in wrestling and stuff. Could you imagine if that was like the year 2000? And somebody was still talking about coming back in 1990. It just it's, it's weird things like that, isn't it? Time. It is weird. It is weird. He really is. He's he's one of the best, man. Mm. It's, it's it's funny seeing conversations happen about like the best wrestlers of all time. Nobody ever says Brock Lesnar. You notice this? The, no, because you only don't think in, about him. It only came into my head when they were talking about Mount Rushmore's. But like right. generally in the last ten years, who else is there? He's been, he's he's been incredible. He's the... Let's talk a wee bit about a Elimination Chamber. Did you catch it? I watched the first match. Um, the first match was... The... Uh, what you call him? Oh, Bob Roman Goldberg. Reigns and... Aye. Goldberg. That was all right, wasn't it? That was Aye. a decent... Uh, Goldberg, for all people say, Goldberg fucking has been doing decently, I think. You know what I mean? Well, he's the only reason why I wanted to see him. I wanted to see him. I always wanted to see Goldberg. All right, he might have maybe came back a wee bit. And that must maybe... That's maybe his, that's his whack now, you know. Um, but it's always good to kind of tune in and see him, I think. Aye. Uh, and Big Roman is great. And uh, aye, the show was pretty forgettable, though, on the whole. It's a, it's a glorified house show, isn't it? It feels uh, just has that feel about it, isn't it? Aye. Yeah. Aye. Uh, um, let's see what the punters are saying. Toby wants to put over the building of the John Moxley and Brian Danielson angle. Slow, slow, slow. I didn't realise how much I wanted them to have a hard cunt stable until they started planting the seed. And he wants to bury folk getting raging with Cody. As long as he's happy, I don't care where he wrestles. That's a nice attitude, Toby. Cooper Van Cup wants to put over. First time watching NXT in months and fairly enjoyed it. So, listen, by the way, I caught, I caught a wee bit of NXT. And that show's completely off its head, man. It's mental, isn't it? It's, it's, it's kind of brilliant. It's getting, so I really enjoyed what I watched it. Because... If anything, the reason why I didn't like old NXT that much was because it was fucking really boring. Mm. I know people spoke about how the matches are great and all that, but it was so fucking kind of serious and po-faced. Whereas, like, this NXT is, like, completely in another direction. It's, like, a whole load of absolutely mental stuff, man. Colors characters. And, what the characters and, and all that. Cameramen in the middle of the ring and all that. Uh-huh. And, and all sorts of weird trying out stuff, you know what I mean? Which I like. Um, anyway, sorry, Cooper Van Cup is enjoying it as well. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode done more down there in two weeks than they have in two years in the main roster. Kev wants to put over Austin Theory at Elimination Chamber. He's brilliant. He did put in a good shift. I think he's really, I think he's a proper star in the making, Austin Theory. I think, I, I, I keep comparing him to Randy Orton, but I think it's a really obvious comparison because he's got that, the build and how he looks in the ring and what he does about the ring. I, I think he'll be a right star. He's very crisp, isn't he? He's crisp like Orton's. Um Spray Paint Scott wants to put over Lesnar, Ziggler, and Nikita Lyons. Um, did you have you seen Nikita Lyons? <laughs> well done. Sorry, man. When you go, what? What are you going to say? No, I did, fucking Jordan Young tweeted Scotland brace Scotland brace for thunder snow. I don't know if it's severe weather to expect or a really shit wrestler. And I'm getting tagged in it. We've already got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Post <laughs> on for that. Um I have he have he's managed to see Nikita Lions at all? No. Yeah, man. Um good 
gimmick, good character. Um, I think she's 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 going to be great and all. A lot of great women coming through. Barry WWE for rehiring Drake Maverick again. Why fire him twice and take him back? Should never have lost his job in the first place. No, I believe that um, he's moving into maybe a creative role, right? Is that right? Uh, he's been wanting it for a couple of weeks, apparently. Uh-huh. Andy wants to put over MJF and Punk. Um, and wants to bury the Elimination Chamber. Why does Vince think we want Goldberg all the time? He's hopeless. He isn't he hopeless. The Wayne's don't like him. Bob's your Did you hear the response he got? Aye, in Saudi. Bob's your uncle wants to bury Elimination Chamber. Why does WWE keep posting this offensive event where the female superstars have to wear a full-scale cat suit and the female referees wear under-armour long sleeves? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that on the radio. He's, he said something... <laughs> About the Saudi regime here, which I am not going to fucking redo it on the radio, just in case. Bronze Cello, big shout out to the Saudis, by the way. Um, if you're listening to Wrestling Daft, uh, they're wrestling fans, I know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, play to them. And uh, I'm, I'm digging a hole for myself, boys, you need to rescue me. What I'm saying is, it's no right, I, I agree, they shouldn't be doing the shows over there, but, uh, but also I'm only kidding on. Bronze I take it. I take it. I know I'm going to. You're going to say I, right? But I take it. I've told you about the time a guy in Saudi Arabia phoned me to put on a wrestling show. No. no. <laughs> you didn't have to do that stuff. No. No. It was the most bizarre phone call for a guy, right? It said he was brought up in Sulkets and he was a Celtic, an ex-Celtic director. And what? while I was speaking to him on the phone, I'm going. Because I'm like, I was like, hold on a minute, wait till I Google you, wait there. And I Googled him, and he was, he had LinkedIn, and it came up, right. ex-Celtic director, now based, big businessman in Saudi Arabia. And this was like after, no long after the first WWE show that they'd ever done, maybe this, maybe about four or five years ago, maybe, since they right. probably first started going there. And he was like, can you put a wrestling show on in Jeddah? I was like, aye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I want Hulk Hogan. And I went, oh, it's fine, I've met him. <laughs> I was like, give me a fortnight. I goes, give me a fortnight. <laughs> give me a fortnight. Uh, and who else was he wanting? I can't remember who else he was wanting. He was like, one. He was like, can you get me an Undertaker? I goes, well, I think, no, I don't think I can get an Undertaker. Because he's he's still in WWE. He can't, because I don't think he was quite switched on. About, right, you know, right. who's in contracts. I goes, I'll, I says, we'll struggle with it. We'll struggle with Undertaker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hogan, Hogan, I can get, I can definitely get Hogan, right? Because this is maybe like six months after I've <laughs> This is like maybe six months after I met him and he's beat short for like five minutes. I'm going, no, honestly, mate, that's what I'll do. And I was like, and I can a guy down in London that does Titantrons, we'll be we'll be we get one, <laughs> we'll we'll one ship to and I says, it'll be no I can someday with a ring, just sleep with me. And then uh, I just remember coming off phone, phone, shot, I go on, mate, I've been asked to book a show <laughs> in Jeddah, do you want to help me? And see, be honest with you, fuck knows whatever happened. He, he he texts me a couple of times, I never found the back and then I'll just stop. But I often wonder, imagine if I actually, you know. Yeah, cause imagine, but I mean, because, I mean, depending on how much money they ponied up, you could have got these people. I know, but I just... They don't, Saudi could have your territory. What? Like Vince would have been coming in at your territory, Aye. mate. I mean, I, I struggle putting on a show at the Pavilion, never mind doing it in Saudi Arabia, but you know that way. I remember thinking that night, right, going, this is it. This is the one. This is the thing that's going to be. This is me. That should be me set for life. <laughs> anyway, so I put it I forgot, I forgot his name. Because <laughs> holy shit, man! What a story? 
Um, I love I love stories like that, mate. Keep them coming. Uh, Bronze Cello wants to put all the ICW square go. Great effort ball involved. Shout out to Thatcher, Theodoros, and Jason Reed. All our team John, by the way, for John destroying the Lord Provost next Thursday night. Um, and Barry, that was one scary bump with Madcap Moss at the chamber, man. Wasn't it? It was, man. I liked how they addressed it, though, never kind of covered it up, but it was Aye. scary. So what was the deal with that? Was it just a mistake? Was that a flapjack or something? Was he was trying to... It was Alabama Slam, wasn't it? Alabama Slam. Mm. But was it a mistake, though, do you think? He's just went... He's just rotated, didn't he? He's just kind of over-rotated rather than taking a front bump. Drew's not done anything wrong with the agreement. No, 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 that's your end bump. And Stevie wants to put over Brian Danielson versus Lee Moriarty for last week's Dynamite. What a match. And Barry Bobby Lashley getting injured and likely to miss Mania. Really gutted for the big guy. So is he genuinely injured? Apparently, yeah. Apparently he got injured at the Rumble uh, and he's been carrying it. And it was obviously did it as a kind of shoot work, the, the elimination chamber that he had to, to come out of it. Um, so... He's um, Lashley stopped replying to my DMs now, so that's a kind of thing. See the see the day, right? <laughs> see the day I was in rehearsals, right? And they were talking about rejigging songs and new versions of songs and all that kind of stuff, right? And one of the actors went, a guy called Harry, right, really nice guy, went, um, oh, oh, do you want me to do a, a, an accent in that? Or blah blah blah. Like he made he made a joke, right, about being in it, right? And then they went, Oh, actually, um you you might you maybe you could do an Elvis act, an Elvis voice in it and blah blah blah, right? And he was like, Oh my god, I've fucking got myself into it. and it was one of the moments where I said I wanted to say, Oh, you watch yourself into a shoot there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, but this is a thing, I'm starting to get to know the people, but I don't know yet. You know what I mean? I didn't want to say it in the room because everybody, like, maybe everybody would look at me blankly. You know what I mean? But it was a perfect example of somebody walking on stage. That that's funny, isn't it? When, I wonder if there's been other occasions when, when you've you've wanted to use it. I remember in, in second year computing, Mrs. Gagan, and she was trying and uh, it was something to do with an essay, and it was to do with computing, obviously. And I'm going, and you had to write what you'd done, and I'm going, I but what I'm asking you is, do I need to break kayfabe in this in this essay? <laughs> Danny, you like, she's like, what, the, what are you talking about? I was like, okay, well, Fab, at me. <laughs> you never heard of Kayfabe? You know what I mean? I, I, keep, I keep telling people, oh, you're just trying to put yourself over. <laughs> you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Oh, stop trying to get yourself over, you know? And like, like, what are you talking about? Well, listen, if any of you out there have any examples of times you've wanted to use partner or you've used a partner and get the blank look, you'll let us know. It's a kind oh. of like thing. Is there no? Because because the, the, click and it is click in America in it. Aye. But in America it's click. Aye, and if aye. you say, oh, they've got a wee click going on in the corner, they go, what's a click? And I go, a click. And they go, no, you mean click? And I go, no, it's click. I de- <laughs> listen, I've definitely used. No, it's before. definitely click. I'm trying to remember the situation. Ah, oh, this is annoying me. I'm trying to remember the situation, but I've definitely said said that somebody's lost his smile before. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I remember saying it in a room going like, oh, he's just got a vibe off of me. He's, he's lost his smile now. You know what I mean? And I remember thinking to myself, they're going to have any idea what I'm talking about. Right, anyway, so there you go. Get in touch with us about that. Right, guys, we want to thank our sponsors this week, Harry's. They've been with us all the way. Now, Harry's, if you don't know, are a great shaving company. They create super sharp razors. They're going to revamp your whole shaving routine from cool shaves and flake-free hair all the way through to clear, healthy skin. Harry is going to get the job done for you. And as part of this, 
join up with Wrestling Daft, join in forces like the Macho Man did with Hulk Hogan back in the day. We're going to offer you a trial set right now on Wrestling Daft. Gredo, what is in the trial set, brother? Well, that's the thing. They're not just a razor company. They've got everything. Obviously, they've got that weighted handle in USA. They've got the five-blade cartridge, but it's that foaming. The, the, the foaming gel. Wow. The, uh, the smell that comes off that, it's so thick. You put it in your face. I usually hate shaving, but when I know I've got Harry's in my bathroom or whenever I'm travelling, whenever I'm on the road, as long as I've got Harry's, I'm happy because they have the tools to perfect you to have a perfect, fresh, clean, hygienic look. And you know that lovely smell that you get in the shaving foam? They've taken that smell, they've got it in a shower gel now, wow. and that is smells great as well. The set's lovely, it comes in a nice packet, the razor comes out in this wee box, it slides out, you slap that lovely shaving foam on your face, and you get a brilliant shave. I mean, I'm looking a bit unshaven at the moment, but I like, you know, I like a bit of stubble, but do you know what I like? I don't like doing my neck. What do you think, Rab? Oh, listen, let me tell you something about Harry's. Drives me completely crazy to think about the fact that some people out there are using other razors mm. when they could be experiencing what Harry's has got to offer. Let me tell you something. It blows my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. tell you what, see the shower gels, face wash and skin care products they can be added to your shave pan. So if you get signed up for Harry's, they've got all these new products. So it's not just razors anymore. They've got all these products that you can use hey, well. And I tell you what, the one thing I love about other products, absolute zero sulfates, parabens, nay dyes. Wait a minute, nay sulfates? Nay sulfates. Nay sulfates. Unbelievable. This is, a kind of, this is it. This is the next generation of shaving. This is, this is going to set you up for your week. Well, you know, this, ain't, this, ain't, this, ain't your, this ain't your grandpa's shaving. Aye. This is not your grandpa's shaving. If your grandpa was still alive, he'd have fucking loved it. Exactly. He'd get involved with Harry's. And you know what? If your grandpa was listening to this podcast, he'd be getting himself a free trial set right now. And when I say free, I don't mean free. You're going to pay three ninety five for the delivery. But you're going to get that Harry's trial set sent to you right now with a shower shave in there as well. Get that in the, the on the go. Get the shower gel. <laughs> Get the five-blade cartridge, the travel blade, all that right in the packet. Now, harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft. Get your set delivered. Start a shave plan and you'll be sorted there. harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft. It's the part of the show now where we invite you, the listeners, to their running. Come on, give us your thoughts and opinions on wrestling or just talk nonsense. This week, it's a special invited guest. He was number one in the square goal. He's tearing it up in ICW. It's the staunch superstar, Jason Reed. Evening, guys. How you doing? Hello, Jason. Evening. How are you doing, mate? You all right? Hello. How are we all good? Very well, mate. How are you? Oh, you see it all, my man. You see it all. Trying to keep busy and stay out of trouble. Well, I see you're keeping busy and you're looking good as well, man. I see your progress pictures of the gym. You're looking fantastic. Well, I'm uh, trying my best anyway. You know how it goes, mate. You, you wing it sometimes, but you get there in the end, I think. You getting a good steroids for me, no? It's <laughs> <laughs> a wee bit in the morning. <laughs> how, how often are you going to the gym? Uh, about five times a week. Oh, four or five. Right. And, and what, what? how long are you in there? Uh, an hour max. I don't. I don't go for an hour. 
I get I get very fucking bored after an hour in the gym, and I don't I don't like the gym to be honest. Uh, I All wouldn't right. do it if it wasn't for wrestling. So, well, that's the thing. Must. Some people like it, didn't they? Some people like I, going. I wish I could love it. I wish I could love it. I wish I could be one of these folk that just woke up and went, man, I can't wait to go and clear my mind at the gym. It's just something I've never had and I don't think I ever will. By the way, you could be taking shame at the gym. He's looking good. By the way, you see the way he's lost, man. You just sent me pictures of the room, man. He's looking good. Uh, Rabbi, you want to see him? The last time I saw him, he was looking great. Is he looking even better? There's not a pick on him. Uh, He's um, he's lost a lot. He had the old single on on Sunday there. and uh, He's back. Your man's looking good. He's back. Uh, He's good. He's yes. back. How's his legs though? How's his knees? Is he still is he still moving about all right? Has he needing carried about the ring? <laughs> if you can see some of the kicks he was throwing on Sunday, uh might answer your question. He was not hanging back. Good on him, man. Good on him. Would you rather go to the gym or would you rather be stoning in Socky Hall Street out in the rain eating a kebab? Ah oh, man. Mm, I can't believe you're even thinking about this. It's a kebab, right? Definitely the alarm, man. Grado, you'd want to put eating well, a kebab, right? I'm trying for shelter. I don't really like the rain, but, ah, but the rain I'm... gets the gets the meat all wet and all that. Oh, <laughs> the wet meat and all that. Do you, do you, do you have cheat days? Yeah. So, um, big big Yeston's doing all my nutrition at the minute, right? Uh, and obviously, fucking man's an animal. He sends me fucking red wine recommendations, no German advice. What a body he's got, by the way. Ah, he's something else. Talk about special Weetabix. There's your man. (laughs) Anyway, um, he's got me on two cheat meals a week at the minute. Um, He's got me on about 3,900 calories a day. Uh, It's a bit mad, but I'm trusting the process and it seems to be doing something. How many calories a day? 3,900 at the minute. That's fucking loads, man. What are you consuming, Rob? Calorie-wise? Mm. What a minute, I've, I'm taking seriously the old... Um, cause that the, the theatre rehearsals have started. I went, like, this is my chance to lose, to shift some weight. Um, so I, I'm really, I'm like, very low, man, very low. You you never heard this last week, but... Um, you, you know how I might be gluten-free, Rob? Mm-hmm. You, you didn't know this? Have you said it before? That you're, you're told you're Aye. supposed to be? Yes, well, there's a one... My mate's missus who stays in my street, she's doing my meals because she's got gluten-free. She's she's got whatever the fuck it is. What is it I've got? Um, she, IBS. Aye! She's weak and tolerant. What have I got? Who fucking says that? What have I got? Diabetes, you fucking got, mate. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> not been confirmed. It hasn't been confirmed. Anyway... That's a week, Rab. I've been doing gluten-free meals. I've no had a, I've no had any bread. I have no had your Weetabix. I can't touch any of that. I've even because I had a week and a night on Saturday, right? Where I know it's Wednesday and I lasted to the Saturday, but I fancied you know like grilled chicken for the kebab with rice. Well, I've been reading up that you could get um, cross-contamination exposure for gluten. So I even put a wee note in the Just Eat tab. Please, I have gluten-free. And can you separate the pita bread? Because obviously I was going out to Stephanie, and they did do it, and I was actually brand new on Sunday morning. But I've been getting everything gluten free. I've got gluten free bagels in the house. I've got gluten free bread. I've got gluten free everything. And I'm long story short, I'm on two thousand calories a day now. I remember when great. I remember Jason. Let me tell you a story about Grado, right? Um, Ian Connell. Ian Connell loves this story, right? Ian Connell tells this story about Grado all the time. 
we were in the comedy unit one day, me and Ian Connell and Grado comes in, right? And we're like, all right, Grado, what are you doing? Grado goes like that. I'm, I'm good. I'm doing the paleo diet. And he says, right? And we're like, all right, aye, doing the paleo diet. Aye, he says, just like what the cavemen ate and all that. Like nothing that hang me cavemen ate and all that. And we're like, all right, cool. So what have we had today? He says, not, but barely anything, just a bowl of Cheerios. <laughs> That's a fucking <laughs> He says, just a bowl of Cheerios. And then he went, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he realised that Gio was one day. <laughs> it's going well then, I. <laughs> I do. I do remember that. I do remember that. But anyway. So Jason, I, how you, you've been? You've been going great guns in ICW. How are you finding it? What is it like in ICW now? Because obviously it's a time of of change. Um, I. I mean, it's really different. So, like when I kind of first broke into ICW, like a lot of the a lot of the mainstay guys were kind of still there. Um, and obviously then, you know, uh, COVID happened and, and everything really stopped. So, uh, you know, we've come back now and it's, it's, it's a lot, it's really different because there's a lot of new guys that are obviously coming up. A lot of the GPWA guys are there and they're using sort of a lot of different guys and your guys in the scene as well. Um, so I think it's really different to, to what it was before. I, I feel like when I first came in, um, you know, you, you would, you would do anything to get on, the main show, the main roster. Uh, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's a wee bit easier to get there now mm. because of these, these these guys that sort of, you know, paved the way. It's a cliche, but they did. There's opportunities um, there now. There is, aye, there is. Uh, and you know what? There's there's pros and cons to that. Um, you know, I, the guys that kind of were there pre-COVID, I would take them back in a heartbeat because, you know, those are the guys that made ICW. Um, but it's, it's good for, you know, guys like me obviously getting this opportunity and, and, and running with it, you know. So, as I said... Like, like, who, like who who would you love to see back? Uh, well, I mean, your man, Grado, for sure, right? <laughs> you know, he's he's got... He's definitely on, on the list. But, you know, like, guys like the NXT UK guys, right? So, the coffees. Um, I, I, I'm honestly surprised. We obviously had the square go on Sunday there. Uh, I'm surprised that, the, I mean, I don't know if there was any contact or what, but I mean, if I was in charge, I'd have been, uh, you know, doing anything to get some of those guys in the 30 names. Who's the, like, apart for yourself, right? Taking yourself out the picture here, right? Uh-huh. Who is it that you're seeing in the roster just now that you're thinking they could be a big deal? Is there anybody in particular that sticks out to you as they could be, it could, it could be them? And obviously, just taking your cell out of the picture here. Fucking put um, your cell out. That's Grado's job on this show. He puts his cell out. That's, that's, that's <laughs> um, Leighton Buzzard, I think, is definitely up there. Uh, I think I think he's got all the tools. Um, you know, he's, he's he's got tons of charisma. He can obviously work, um, and he's he's been thrown in that main event slot. And he's obviously he's doing amazing. There's lots of guys like Daz Black as well. Obviously, a very young guy. He's good. He looks great. He works great. Um, you know, guys like that um, are probably. I think they they too are up there for sure. Um, there's like a lot of other guys as well that are, are kind of uh, in the same the same area. But yeah, Daz and Leighton definitely stick out for me. Kez as well. I, I rate Kez Evans. I think as as a, as a heel, uh, he, you know, he, he ticks a lot of boxes. Um, you know, he might not be everyone's favorite wrestler by by no stretch of the imagination, but I think I think the guy does a good job. The average age, age of the roster must be pretty low now, right? 
I think a lot of the guys are, are, yeah, I mean, I don't really know everyone's age off the top of my head, but yeah, I mean, it's a really young uh, roster. I think probably like, you know, the oldest in the locker room now is probably Andy Wilde. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably, and obviously Jester is still there as well. Um, and I think, you know, DCT is, is, is there every now and again. But those are the guys that are probably um, the, the rest of us kind of look up to, if you like. Because those are the guys that have been there and done it before. But, you know, apart from them, yeah, I mean, the rest of the guys are, are very, very young and, and not a lot of us have a lot of experience, um, you know, doing these bigger shows. So what about the staunch camera? How did that come about? Oh, mate. So <laughs> it obviously happened just before COVID. Uh, and, and it's so, weird because you're a Celtic supporter yourself, aren't you? Aye, so it's an odd... Yeah, exactly. I know. I just I just portray the character <laughs> very well. Um, somebody actually asked me that. They, they, I can't mind what show it was, but um, we left after, I think it was at the asylum, and somebody's like, uh, Jason, do you actually support Rangers? Or are you just, are you just really good? I was like, take, take, a, take a wild stab in the dark, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it happened pre-COVID. Um I was brought in to do a, a segment with Coach, uh, and we didn't really have any idea. We were we were racking our brains for ages about what to do. Um, you know, we, we wanted to come up with a character, and obviously he he'd been with a lot of guys before. Uh, you know, fucking Polo Promotions, um, Mark Coffey on his own, Jackie Polo, DCT. You know, all world ta- world champions. So I wanted yep. to make it decent. Uh, and uh, yeah, Dallas was like, listen. You've got ninety seconds. Go and try and make an name for yourself. Uh, we just cut. The, a random sort of average promo, and I just decided to finish it with by saying we are the people. And, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think there was much. To be my uh, my world was set after that. So have, um, you, have you managed to get any like invites to like? Credo's always getting invites to Ibrox and all that for like fucking nice and the executive boxes and all that. And have you have you got any of them yet? No. Listen, I've not I've not made it to the director's box yet. I did. I was at a gig in December. In one of the suites, it was like a charity event. Um, Mark Hately and um, who's somebody oh, else? Mark. Mark. He's asking for you. He's no bad, no bad. Uh, <laughs> so not, not as much as Gradle, but yeah, I mean, there's been a few bits and pieces, which is always cool. But come on, that must carry a lot of baggage online. Have you have you had any shit off folk? What's the kind of? Has uh, there been any downsides? Or has it been all right? Tons. No, nah, there, there's 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 been there's been quite a bit. Um, and obviously, I've always tried to keep it. There's always there's been a line right that I I agreed not to cross right from the very off. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, right, we're we're entertaining. Um, you know, we don't want to cross that line. Um, but there has there has been a wee bit. I think there was a wee bit on Sunday at the Square Goal there. Um, there was a, there was a few chants. Um, I think there was a group that maybe just come right from the football. Uh, and, and had tickets so it made it a wee bit difficult but it's hard to control that because unfortunately when you go to these venues and I think SWG3 has had a bit of that uh, a bit of history there as well with kind of raucous crowds um, so it was a bit on Sunday um, but listen I think we need to the kind of character that we're running uh, it's close to the line close to the bone so you know I'm not naive to the fact that there's going to be a bit of back and forth from time to time but I think it's on me as well to make sure that I don't cross the line so that there's nothing, no one can retort and do the same thing, you know. Can I just say that uh, Coach Trip at Shamer won Twitter there when uh, WWE tweeted out that 
the tag team of Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins had arrived and they put hashtag Sethco has arrived and he said I can confirm that Jason Reed and myself do not like or support the tag team name chosen by these individuals brilliant. that's <laughs> hilarious absolutely brilliant <laughs> but it's good I mean it's really but it's, it's really working for you though you know what I mean it's like good and it's kind of one of the ones where I'm like I'm kind of amazed that nobody's had a proper go at it before you know what I mean that kind of thing it's like particularly here it's like it just makes total sense I think just when you're in like when you're right in the midst of it, like you know one way or another that you're going to get a reaction, mm-hmm. um, and it's probably where it's different to the rest of the characters because they're either one side or the other, right? So they go out, they're either going to get cheered or they're going to get booed. But like I think for us, you really you can't tell. Like it's just Aye. it's just you have like folk not arguing but like chanting against each other, shouting against each other. Um, which is which is unique, I think. Uh, I think it brings a different dynamic to ICW, and it's it's um, yeah, it was always the aim to make it like a polarizing character, something different that, that sells and people you know either hate or love want to see get their arse kicked or you know whatever it might be. I'm always curious, man. Wait, like people that are in ICW new, right? Um, do you do you still have the same goals that a lot of a lot of the workers did? back in the day, which is like trying to get signed by WWE and stuff like that. Do you, do you have the same goals? Is, are the goals the same? Are, 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 are the goals different now? Now there's an AEW and now there's a stronger indie scene. Is the goals different? Basically what I'm saying is, if NXT UK came in with a contract, mm-hmm. would it be an automatic sign nowadays for you? Or or is that picture altered any? I, I think so, man. I think it'd be very difficult to, to turn down if, if it landed on, you know, through the door. Uh, I think it goes back to you know when you just grew up with WWE and it's it's your your favourite thing to watch. Um, you know at the weekend, you know you finish school and you, you you fire it on the TV. It just goes back to that I think for me. So like yeah, number one goal for me is to to sign a contract. Um, but like I think when we we kind of strip it back, like for me in the meantime it is to do loads in ICW. Um, like I appreciate most of the guys kind of want to do. It. Uh, different stuff on different show but like I think for me um, I want to get ICW back to sort of pre-COVID you know run the SECC uh, you know get back to the hydro and, and, and folk laugh when, when you tell them that but you know what you have to aim high and you have to have big goals otherwise what's the point in doing it um, so we, we need to go for that in my opinion um, and I think um, you know if everyone works their arses off then <laughs> only only good can come of it I mean, all it takes is one, yep. you know, one storyline, one angle, one wrestler. It happened before. Mm. That one wrestler sitting right here where is. It can happen again. You know what I mean? Well, it can happen again. And, and, and should wee things pop up, the likes of Dane, other stuff apart from wrestling, the likes of wee bits of talent that might come up, mm. wee bits of radio when you can get yourself out there and it only takes one wee, even a tweet. Do you know what I mean? Only, that's all it takes for everything to start the way it was in motion to, to where you go, right, we've got something here, let's run with it. Yep. It's just finding out exactly what it is, isn't it, really? And who it is that's in charge of it, who's doing it. Now, Jason, yes. you're going to be involved in John's Cash for Kids thing with the Lord Promise, <clears throat> right? Yes. He's why to put that over a wee bit before we finish. Yeah, of course, Jason is Team John and uh, Cassie, and he's going to be facing uh, Sakit Wato, who's turned his back on me. Uh, and uh, Jason, thank you very much for doing it. Thanks for signing up to my team. Listen, man, I'm I'm buzzing to be on your team, producer John. Uh, I actually wrestled Sakib Ali on uh, ICW two weeks ago and gave him a right good. 
good pace than my man. So listen, we are set to get some good points on the board. We'll uh, get, get the win, man. And, running, and uh, oh, it's, it's not, not going to be an issue. Not going to be an issue. And, in the uh, bag. Yeah, uh, you know, if anyone wants some, we can get it. Are you going to are you going to be able to go full bore on with your your gimmick? Are you going to be able to put do your gimmick get full pelt at that show? No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was one of the first first texts I got from John. He's listen, mate. You know, I'd love to have you on the team, but going to do us a favour and just tone down the range of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, before, oh, see before you go on, you're quite an intelligent guy. I don't know if you're comfortable saying what you do. You don't need to tell me exactly what you do. Is like. Uh, you wear a shirt. What, what, do you, what is it you do? Or what do you... So, I, I work for uh, quite a big bank in the UK. I thought that. Uh, I, and um, essentially, so, the bank has relationships with external companies. Uh, and my job is to really manage the performance of those external companies and make sure they're, they're doing everything to the best of their ability, so to speak. There you go. There you go, man. It's like... Fucking ICW has changed. Can but you hit? I know. Fuck. Can you imagine that by then? People with brains in their heads, not that. I'm not fucking blacklist it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Jason, thanks so much for coming on, and I hope your success just continues, man. Well done. Um, and uh, best of luck with everything that's coming up. Come back on later in the year at some point. Let us know how you're doing. Let's do it, boys. Yeah, listen, that's, that's been a good wee chat. Enjoyed coming on. Love listening to the show. So, yeah, we'd love to come back on later on in the year. Cheers, bro. Right, catch you soon, man. See you next Thursday the asylum, Jason. Good luck, man. Let's do it, John. Let's do it, my man. <laughs> you just made the list. Take a list. Right, take wrestling, put them together, and you've got the list of wrestling daft. And this week, dream matches lose out yet again. As the patrons went in for the best ways to book Cody in WWE with 67% of the vote. So what's the best way Book them well. First of all, I'm really glad that it's no the Miz thing, right? That's what everybody was kind of hinting that it was going to get involved in the Miz situation. Um, what have you guys been hinting in terms of the Cody situation? Where do you want is where do you want to see him? Where, where do you want to see him? First of all, face or heel? Uh, I, I think he'd be a great heel coming in. I think he'll come back as face because everybody in return is always a face anyway, but he's got to come back. Well, I think Cody is a heel. Sure, I wanted him because I was liking it in AEW that he just kept trying. He just didn't want to be a bad guy. And the crowd knew it and they just hated him for it. And I loved watching it. No, no, that I, I saw a lot of it, but that's why when everybody was going to turn them heel, I said, don't turn them heel. Can I, you take I, this? This is brilliant. I thought it could have been the best long-term heel booking ever if he just kept going with them, what they were doing, and then just suddenly goes, you know, he turns around and says, I run this company, so I'm going for the, the world championship, even though he, he said he would never do it. I, I, I think it, if he, he could keep it going, maybe he could do an AEW storyline that he's come to sort out. WWE from the inside out and fucking get mega heat for that. Absolutely. I mean, if you want, I'm more doing a list here because you can't do three ideas. I've got one idea that I would do. I would have Shane McMahon bring him in. I would have him come in with Shane McMahon in a wee kind of stable where he's like, we are going to wrestle control with the WWE back after Triple H and all that. Get him, get him in that kind of picture. Triple H is ill. Triple H can't wrestle. He's not ready to wrestle and stuff like that. They need to choose somebody. They need to find somebody that's going to go up against Shane and Cody on the way in. And who will that be? Aye. Who is the person that would you would put up 
against Cody that would be chosen by the establishment. And here's the thing: it's like I think you would have you would have some work to do because I think if Shane and Cody came in, despite all the stuff that's been said about Shane in recent times, I think they would get that kind of babyface reaction just with the surprise of it. So you you know you need to make a decision about what you're going to do. It's never cool somebody representing the WWE. I mean, you could really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think he has to go in with a big name either when he comes back and put him in with Austin Theory. Why not put him in with Austin Theory? Um, Vince and Austin Theory and Shane McMahon and Cody Rhodes mm. against each other and it would work. You know what I mean? Have right. Cody, have Cody put him down at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Um, why not have Vince, why not make it really interesting and just have Vince call him out and he feuds with Vince or something? Do you know what I mean? You, you know, like you, you know, way you you thought you were, you thought you were. Um, what was it in AEW, the EVP or whatever? You think you can be the, the guy walking about with the, the suits? You think you're a businessman? Well, you're back wanting for me, son. You're back wanting for me, and you'll be getting that fucking tattoo laser daft, dafty. <laughs> there's there's the other approach as well, where they just let them, like they creatively acknowledge who he is and where he's been. They might as well. And yeah. have them come in, have them come in and take the mic and go, all you who are there are all pretending. You are all pretending that it's all about building a new thing and all that. And the truth is, all you want to be here. I managed mm. to I managed to fight my way back in. You all want to be in here as well. You know what I mean? Mm, right. And have them do that kind of thing. Don't get yourselves be, on. Would also be pretty sweet. You know what I mean? I mean, you could even... You He's could all even... wanting the tracky. He's all wanting the WWE tracky. Here's a, here's, a, here's a mad gimmick. Here's a mad angle to take. Imagine he came in and was like, you know, I'm here now. I don't want anybody going over there. I want them to collapse now. So anybody, any wrestler who's out there whose contracts are expiring, know that he's like, you're signing a new contract with WWE. He's only leaving. You know what I mean? Like, work that thing, because people talk about that. No, there's never really been a storyline about that. People are constantly talking about, like, Kevin Owens' contracts expiring in a couple of weeks. They've never really used that very much as a storyline, you know what I mean? Like, Cody going, your contract's expiring in a few weeks. You better fucking sign a new contract with WWE or I'm going to wreck you. You know what I mean? I'm not oh, having you go out there. You're no jumping. You know or, I mean? does, or does he come out in the first night with a moustache or the mask? What was he when he was dashing Cody Rhodes? Aye, 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 aye. He comes out and he does the whole thing that Shad on in NXT UK. Now he was like Ed Hardy, and at the end he was like, "Ah, oh, fuck this! I'm no Ed Hardy. I'm fucking Shad Samuels." I mean, there's a million, Stardust. There's a million roads they could go, but I hope they give him like. Oh, pun. I hope they give him the big entrance. I hope they give him. Can he still? Can he still use his music from AEW? Because I don't know if that's licensed to AEW or if he can. No, that, I think that'll be him that go because he was using that in the Indies before it. Oh, really? So Jenkins uh, coming that—that'll be cool. Using TNA and stuff like that. I loved it when he, you know, when he come in with a big entrance and come in with a dunk and all that, and with brandy and you know what I mean, and you just look like that looked big time. You know what I mean? You just need to keep that big time vibe about them. Don't fucking do what they always do, which is like, you know, saffing everybody down and, and no make them look like a big star. Make them mm. look like a big star. Get them and then what's with Bobby Lashley and gets beaten and that's him fucking just dwindling away. Yeah. Aye, let's not have that. Let's not have that. It's interesting, but because it makes you want to watch the wrestling to see when he turns up. It does. Because the first thing I done when I woke up from the, for the radio yesterday morning was I typed in Cody Rhodes Raw. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, because did, did he debut? Did he well, debut? He's going <clears> to <throat> appear before WrestleMania, surely, right? Uh, yeah, he's got to. Got to. They've teased um, it off now so much, you know. 
And I've just got a feeling now as well why it'll be back at WWE. I've just got a feeling, man. I've just got a feeling why it'll be back at WWE. I just kind of shake it. You know what I mean? And what form, I don't know, but we'll see. Um, Andy says, have him slap Vince in the face when Vince gives him dotted trunks. Or, um, mm. Triple H takes him on. Could Lady Orton side with Cody? Have them take on the best of WWE, then have um, one turn on the other to make it a card for the next WrestleMania. It'll be a good match, Cody and uh, Orton. Yeah. As the other new. Uh, Orton or Rollins, says Alan. Sammy41 says, have him job to somebody in 205 Live for his cheek. That's a good one. <laughs> Louise says, <laughs> That's for your cheek. I'd have put him up against Roman Reigns. Percy Sledgehammer would have him cleaning Hunter's skiddies off the shitter for starters. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Don says, bring back Sandow with him. Nice to wrestler says, I just gave him the Homelander gimmick. He gets completely out of control and John Cena comes back as the peacemaker to sort him out. Sandy, 100%, go straight for Orton. Such a history between them and Cody going full heel against Randy would be gold. Robert says, fight whoever, but put on a turtleneck or a fucking <laughs> scarf. I don't mind his tattoo. Aye. Craig says, walk in and be made to kiss Triple H's ass while wearing polka dots. And Andrew Dice Clay says, he'd bring back Prince Albert and Vic Grimes and Dan Angle where he scrubs that shit <laughs> off his neck. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, it's here's the thing that's the, the truth of all of this that we're talking about. He has made himself a star again. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has made himself a, like, it's a total success. Everything oh, he's done has lot, been a total success. He's a lot bigger than what he, than what he left. He went out yeah. there and done the whole thing. And he'll be bigger again when he comes in. Here's the cool thing, right? The cool thing about people jumping for AEW is this. I don't think for one minute. Here's the problem with NXT. What they did was they, they, they brought in a lot of amazing people for the indies and put them into NXT, and it already made them seem like they were less than the people on the main roster, right. which is a bad... And that will never happen with people coming for AEW. Nobody's going to come for AEW and go on NXT. It's not going to happen. People are going to come for AEW and walk out on a Raw or a SmackDown one night, which is... which is That's when it's exciting. You know what I mean? It's not exciting to see somebody schlepping about in NXT for fucking 12 months and then moving up to Raw. That's mm. not exciting, I don't think. Well, there's more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. That's how you support the show, and you must support the show. Um, because that's just it's just a charitable thing today. Uh John's been talking to you about cash for kids, which is an amazing cause, yep. uh, an amazing cause, but don't forget cash for Grado, which is also uh, <laughs> an honorable pursuit. Um, we have a Discord, we have the whole lot. Best way to get involved is sign up to one of your tears at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Um, so please sign up up now. We'd love to welcome you to the roster. Go and check it out. Give your, give your guys some support. Woo! So now for something different on Wrestling Daft, the Watch Along. Each week we will get together as a wee community and watch a match together with myself and Grado giving detailed analysis. So we talked about it a few weeks ago. The first match we're going to watch is Grado's infamous Monsters Ball match against Abyss. Um, uh, no, it's a notorious match. Grado, give us a wee bit of background here about this match. Well, as I said before, it came for when I was a last-minute um, add-on to a, a, a TNA one-night-only pay-per-view the year the year and a half before it. Um, and basically one of the wrestlers ended up getting sacked on the tour. And they advertised a Monsters Ball match. And so I had said, basically, I'll do it. As a joke, and they all laughed. But then, when I turned up the next day, it was up on the board: Monsters Ball, Abyss versus Grado. And the match was was good, even though Meltzer rated it a dud. 
uh, folk on the internet loved it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. And then a year later, they thought, let's build it again. And we done the whole Joseph Park angle where he was my lawyer trying to get me back in America because my American visa ran out. I then tried to marry Chelsea Green, who's now real married to Zack Ryder. Then found she was a Canadian. And there was a lot of backstage stuff that I fucking loved. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I can't wait to wrestle Abyss, a TNA Hall of Famer. Like, you know, he's no Hall of Famer. In fact, no, he was. He is a Hall of Famer. And I just thought, this is going to be the best night of my life. And it probably turned out to be the worst night in my professional career. <laughs> it was, <laughs> no, it was. No, seriously, it was. It was, it was, it was horrible. It so was let's, fucking let's enjoy watching this. Now, you're going to find this match on the Wrestling Daft YouTube channel, so get that up right now. Well, no, you won't find it because I've tried putting it on the YouTube channel and it won't let me because TNA keep taking it down. But I have found a link which has come through Facebook, which one of their fantastic listeners sent us. Uh, so we put that in the podcast description. So look there if you're looking for the match and it will also be on our Twitter as well. So that's Beautiful. where you'll find the link for this match. So after three, right, we'll do a countdown and then I'll push play and you've all got to push play at the same time if you're uh, watching the podcast. If you're watching the video version, you'll see it on the video version. It's a big sell for the Patreon. So if you're watching the video version on Patreon, you'll see it on there and you'll see Grado's reactions. But yeah, if you're listening to it on your headphones, we'll give you a countdown to push play. Ready? Three, two, one. Monster Ball. For you. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. My flight leaves back to Glasgow, Scotland. I got big news, folks. The offices of Park Park and Park have opened up an exclusive sports and entertainment management division. You're going to be my first signee. I sponsor your visa. No, good, Gradle. Good reaction for the crowd to you there. It's only the beginning, my friend. This is him taking all my money. So was he bumping you? Uh, he gives me a first royalty check and open up and I'm like, you bastard. That takes a lot out of me. What? What's that, Grado? That was some clean from the highway. Look at all the money he's spending, look. He's getting rich off you. Aye. Good acting. Some fantastic acting. I take it these girls are just extras. Where'd you get them from? Calm down, John. Fuck's sake. Where'd you get the girls from? What the hell? You hand me that visa back right now. I got a better idea. I hold a contract for a match at Bound for Glory. If you beat me at Bound for Glory, you get to stay. But if you lose, you're gone forever. You are on! You didn't read the fine print very well, my friend. Because Good wrestling. What did the fine print say? I almost forgot the last thing. It's not going to be against me. It's going to be against my brother. I got to kill this fuck. Yeah. That's James Mitchell. <laughs> you just run away like a wee girl was brewing. <laughs> I did. I thought you would have come out first, Gradle, as opposed to Abyss. Oh man, this is horrible. 
Why did the best come out first? How, how, you feel, how are you feeling before this match? Yeah, we hadn't had enough time to speak to each other because he had been producing so many segments with matches. He was basically in his clays until about 15 minutes before the match because he, he sits at the he sits at Gorilla and has the headphones in. He's talking to the refs and I'm going. Are you, are you, can, we, can we talk? Can, are you ready yet? Are you ready? We'll just do what we done last year. What did we do last year? And I'm like, I don't remember it was a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get all... He's like, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. I'm like, we'll all be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? How are you feeling at this point, Grado, when you're sitting in Gorilla? I mean, but I actually can't really remember, but I remember fucking thinking, I don't think I can live in these jeans. <laughs> right, why, why were you wearing jeans? Because it was like a kind of hard I try to be smart, Ken, look the audience. I always love the fact that you still got Bradney from Stevenson even in the TRA. They, they announce you seven, they announce you in stones there, is that a thing? Is that like a... I don't know. Did it, did it feel like a big moment for you as well? Did you feel like a piece smash that this could be big for me? And I got a no bad reaction, I was kind of buzzing after that. Exclusive sports management deal. There it is. Yeah. You're looking good, Nato. You can get a crowd going, Nato. Here's my attitude to this, right? Surely, surely it's doing to your best. They can, uh. He should be helping you out here, right? It's own him if it goes wrong, this match. Is that he come back, he loved it, he loved it, stay away. And we'll see if Kredo can pull off the upset. Abyss is one twisted dude. Josh Matthews, eh? The rest is basically what we've done in the last match. Don't listen to them, they can't help you now. Hell, they're not even American themselves. Whoa. Is that because it's like tourists and stuff? Um, no, because it's in Canada. Oh, right, 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 right. You see what you see on the facial something like that? I didn't get all that. Now, see when I look back at it now, now that I've done my action and stuff, I know that sounds pathetic, right? But everything's overbaked, all my facials. If I could go back and go, just calm down. You know what I mean? Because I don't see you dancing now, do I? Shall I? Shall I dance? Shall I dance? Shall I dance? Because Matt will want me to dance. There we go. Big for glory. Let's dance. There we go. That's the boys. Oh, there's a clown point. Thanks. Oh, oh, oh. Blown up already. Blown up my father. Hey, but the adrenaline would be with you as well, Dado. What is it like at the start of a match if you're totally blown up, like you shitting yourself? The fucking worst feeling in the world. The most loneliest place in the world. Ah, see, you've not thrown the chair over the top, Dado. You shattered it and slid it under. They're too heavy. Right, see, see so far. Perfectly decent. His future is a wrestling in this monster's ball. Cheese Crater attempt and it's stopped in its tracks by the monster abyss. 
She's getting it. Oh, no, he's got a, that's he's a, a staple. Uh, staple gun in his hand. Are you kidding me? Sadistic and twisted. This man actually, look at this. He's going to try to staple the forehead of Grado. This will not well, be pretty, ladies and gentlemen. After ropes. What's it, Flynn? Can he get him over? No. I think so. Oh, God, no. Oh, you got a staple in the nut there? Is it? Did, I mean, obviously, it's, is it work staples? I'm not telling you that. Oh, right, the okay. recipient of a staple gun right across no, the it's, head. It's, it's, you should take a safe walk to the Lord Provence. I wish you would just end there. Well, this is his type of it's, all, it's fine so far, mate. Uh, I mean, JB, how do you compete against well, a business? A bit struggling to get there. Your bad wire over the top there. Park, an attorney, and then he unleashes I, I, the I could probably see me jump big on Kevin. I want to bleed. Is that, what you're, is that what you're telling him? From Abyss. Let's go, Grado. I remember there was one point, this point here, where I elbowed him and he fucking complained. Pay me for real. What, he, he complains here about your elbow? Ah, bro! Positions that barbed wire board. He doesn't know what he's doing here, Abyss, does he? Not spell well for no, this is not going to Yeah, move well on, Abyss. This is a game here. I gave my right old elbow here, I'm sure. Good sell, look at the sell. Nah, that was a good sell, mate. I've been told Alberto El Patron is... Oh, there we go. Hey, this is elbow. Fuck him. Oof! That's snug! That's snug! He's running there, he's he's gone fucking... He's gone lighting up, lighting up, of Grado, and Grado backs up now. Gonna take a run and start, here we go! Trying to take him down! Oh! Wow! Bad landing. He did land quite bad in that one, Grado. Protective barrier around ringside, the sadistic monster abyss. Now in control. Grado also had a staple put into his forehead a little while ago. It's, it's honestly alright. Are you you not you're not um, cutting in the ring here, Grado? Are you? No, no, I don't. No, I don't even have the words. You have no idea what that's like and what this man has in store for tonight. Yeah. See if all the bumps that you could take, that must be the worst, getting slammed at the tacks. Is that a cheese grater on the boys? Cheese grater on his boys. Cheese grater for the boys. Oh, and the drawback as well. Nice. Ow. Look out, Grado now picks up that trash can. This isn't ba bad. This isn't that bad, Grado. Uh, right across the midsection in the head, that garbage can. Right, so for anybody listening, Grado's Grado just rattled a bit. The garbage can. Against Abyss. Right, hold on, what am I doing? Now, this is, I don't remember this part, but I remember this point going, fuck, man, these jeans are not helping me. I struggle as it is going up here, never mind with fucking jeans, you know what I mean? Oh, Ow. This is alright. That's some bump lag, Grado. Uh, off the top, off the top of the... Right, right, Grado, I'm asking you right now. 
so far, right? I'm all right. I'm enjoying it. Are you thinking this isn't as bad you know, as I remember? The, here comes the I am enjoying it here. Right off the temple of That's a good bump. Ah. See if you watched this when you were a wee guy, you'd be going, I can't right believe this fucking amazing match, man. Well, you know, I've never ever watched it back. I watched it back with Shot Shan. No, I'm the fallen the week. Monster Abyss in full control uh, of this matchup. Remember, folks, absolutely no rules in this one. A fight to the finish. The Aye, I mean it really was horrible. I remember just coming Party back and there was a documentary team following me and I was like, fuck, I was like, I don't I never wanna wrestle again. I was telling them and I just remember waiting up the next day going, fuck, I've seen that. Because I thought this is gonna come out and it's gonna be a thing. I should have just ignored them. But then they fell the at the TNN the documentary fell through, so I was like, thank fuck. Certainly we never thought it would end up here in the monster's ball. And what next? What is underneath the ring? Well you asked the question, oh, God, oh boy. No. That's Janice. How did he get this into Canada? Right, so Abyss came out now with a big bit of wood with that some barbed wire on it. That's what he calls Janice. Alright, so nails all through it. With a hundred nails in it. Oh, it's nails, right, okay. Look out, Grado! Uh, Swing and a miss! Grado now! Here we go. With some right hands. Light him up! Has to turn the tide on this one one way or another. Grado be best to grab one of the weapons and he does just that with a Dude, slip in! That's me, Tribal and New Jack. Yes, he's fun of The monster abyss. That's Chelsea Green. That Chelsea Green! Wow. Oh, there we go. I'm fucking. You're pulled up. You're pulled up there, eh? Abyss! Oh, no, 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 Fuck knows what that was. I'm sure. So he. And just like that. So he tells me. This is thrown into the barbed wire board and now. Well, I suppose at this point. He says, no, no, it's fine. He says, I'm sure he says, let's finish it here. So I'm feeding in for his black hole slam because we get the referee terms at times and he goes, let's go to the finish. So I feed in for his black hole slam and he was. But now we're going for this. Put him in sandwich of boards and this is fucking shit. What do you think at this point you go up to the top? I can't this. That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to fall off and I'm going to be in Botchamania. Can I miss it? There's nothing wrong with that. And he's fucked at this point. He hurt himself there. How did a bitch kick, kick out? Look at the blood on the arms What's of both. Doing, man. Is that just nails? Is that why you're speeding a bit? Lacerated by that barbed wire. because he started because of that botch there. I'm getting off fucking first. That wasn't a botch, dude. No, no, but there was because I just ran into him and he fell. Left at the altar. I'm pretty, uh, oh, he's he's cracking into On Grado, hell hath no fury. And now, look at this. Was... I mean, if Grado didn't have it tough enough already. Well, remember how happy Laura really was when she... they were together uh. and engaged, and then Grado up and leaves her. What the? Oh, oh no. lights are out. So. Rosemary, who was fucking the big in TNA, she's been out for a while, she's Laurel Canadian. 
has Janice in her hands. Last we saw. I remember what, what, so what happened to her? Where did she go, Grado Rosemary? Um, I don't end up here. Maybe she's in. The demon assassin. Rosemary but now I must have got that wrong when I was saying he was calling for a finish, but I'm sure he called for the Black Hole Slam or something. And I fed in for it. I don't know. And Rosemary. We've got to blame. But it, we bought it again. <laughs> and certainly. Like, all you need to do is bring it home now. And you're all right. Look at this. Yeah. They were in a tag two. team together. We part of Decay together. When they came out to Marlon Manson's music through Billy Corgan, he got a the rights to that, of which sorts. was real cool. Right, well, come on. These two severed ties when when Decay split up, and now it looks like she's she's oh, trying to she's reason with to change his mind. She's changed the best of mind. Good luck. The Grado's getting Grado it. Now. What am I getting here? Oh wow! Oh. oh. Got inside the mass. That's gonna burn. It's kinda just a wee bit overbooked. That's, that's the problem. It's just uh, too much happening. Aye, on attacks. So she, she's, so she's the one that takes Abyss it on attacks. Oh, 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 what the fuck is there? He's fucking raging. Abyss is fucking an he's not. he done for the black hole slam. He goes for the choke slam instead. And I fucking jump up because I'm going to give the choke slam. Yeah, Grado trying to fight free. I'm like, fucking black hole slam me! You know what I mean? Right, you need to see that. If you're listening to this, you need to see that because the finish is is, is something. Unbelievable. I really think, apart from the finish, it was only really the finish that was. Um, I came back and EC3's fine. mate went, uh, no, EC3 says, my mate's just texted me and says, that's the worst pay per view match he's ever saw. <laughs> I was like, thanks for telling me that, mate. He said that to you. Aye, <laughs> but he kind of said it and I kind of. I goes, was that, what, was that bad? And he went, oh, he goes. I mean, just takes me seriously. The worst people he's ever saw. He needs to fucking control his narrative. I think that, but I don't think I, I, up until it got overbooked at the end. That's the problem, wasn't it? Because it was it was a perfectly good match until I've all... seen worst pay per view matches this year. Didn't that? <laughs> I see things like that. Things like that fun. You know what I mean? But it's not even that bad. Tell you what, man, that was some fucking match. We're gonna play again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I see. Honestly, I guarantee you this. It's like it's not something that you should have in your head as like oh, oh a nightmare or not. Right. Because see, see when you were a wee guy watching ECW, see if you fucking somebody came into your house and went, wee man, we see this fucking match you're in when you're uh, older. You'd have fucking you'd have been bouncing after no, was, man. You're right, man. You're right. You know what I mean? It's it's really no, it really isn't that bad. I'm not just saying that because you're a mate, it really isn't that bad. It's just God, the finish the finish it. is just a bit of a mess. God, um, what was the referee doing? Oh fuck noise, man. I think it was, he blamed it on the timekeeper, and I don't know because you know I was I'm, I, I was supposed to be gone over. Oh, were you? But they changed it. Uh, they changed but, it. No one had told the referee. Pro then do you reckon that's what's happened? No, I wouldn't have been that, but that was definitely the case. I, I was gone over, and then I think it was Scott Demore kind of changed it last last kick of the ball, last kick of the ball. Um. So. 
And then I just, I remember getting him on Twitter and I was like fucking reading all the tweets and, 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 and Abyss comes out after it, right after the match and he's like, dude, apart from the finish, man, I fucking loved it. We tore it up. We tore it up. And I'm like, oh, you're a big soul, man. I love you. I think he's maybe <laughs> then, right as well. Right, I think he's maybe right as well. There's nothing wrong with that apart from the finish. Then he texts me. <laughs> then he texts me fucking, oh, I wonder if I've still got the text, man. It's fucking hilarious. It's like, um, something like, it was four in the morning. He's like, dude, just read the internet. They hated it. It fucking sucked. I'm going to retire at lockdown. It's <laughs> 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 we honestly said, I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire at lockdown. How soon after you finish a match, by the way, are you on Twitter looking for a reaction? With that one, like, fucking, aye, like, right away. Like, just to, can I go, was that as bad as I thought it was? So you're on looking at right away. Um, well, the punters can seek that out. They can get it. Well, just see, it's in the it's in the description of the podcast. You should watch it uh, and and have a look at that. Listen, that's it for wrestling daft. That was you need to get that monkey off your back, now, Grado. Don't uh, worry well, about you know that. That, uh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Grado, do you want to suggest a match that we should watch next week, or do we want the listeners to suggest one? Since we we'll put you through what, that, what can let's we can watch. Let's get the listeners to suggest. Uh, let's see what the listeners say. I would like to see something maybe for the first time. You know what I mean? Would be yeah. good. That's it for So this is this is seven forty five AM on my phone, so that would be what two forty five in um, in Canada. Bro, I read internet reports of our match. Brutal. They hated it. I'm sorry. I'm old. Love you. See you tomorrow. Oh <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I'm old. Isn't that sad? That is he's, that he's the best he's honestly the best guy in the world. I love him, man. I love him. Great stuff. I will be happy Valentine's Day message last week. And, well, you can both uh, rest easy in the fact that it's, it's nowhere near uh, as bad a match as I think you've got it in your head. That is it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcast. Mind for more content, get the video version of the show, particularly now when we're doing these watch-alongs. You want to see watch-alongs? You want to see, you want to see that? Get on board, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Maybe you could be wearing one of the wrestling daft t-shirts that John's going to be wearing when he battles a Lord Provost. Thanks Is so much. next Thursday, John? Next Thursday. Well, so when this comes out, blah, blah, blah. good luck, mate. Are the tickets all sold out yet? No, it's tickets still available. Uh, we still have about 40 tickets left, so clyde1.com forward slash wrestling if you want to get a ticket. What Come time on. is it on it? It is 6.30 at 7 o'clock bell time, and it's for the Waynes, so bring your Waynes along as well. 7 o'clock bell time at the Asylum? It is. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all on the next one. Up the road, boys. I should sell. Audio Frontier. <laughs>